Welcome to Apple at Work, the podcast all about how Apple intersects with the enterprise world. My name is Bradley Chambers, your host. This week we have a uh, frequent guest on the show. We have Apu from Hexnode. Apu, welcome back to Apple at Work. How are you? Seeing all right. How are you? Doing well, doing well. So it's it's been a bit since we've had you on the show. We're coming off of uh, you know some exciting announcements from Apple this year, iOS 17, iPad OS 17, Mac OS Sonoma, and then we're coming off the uh, iPhone event too. Uh, and so just really you know kind of kicking off an exciting, really an exciting season. Um, and for those in the Apple Enterprise community, as we look to you know get these software updates rolled out and and, and experience all the new bug fixes, um, Apple has, has certainly kind of evolved a lot here. We've seen a lot changing over its MDM protocol. We're seeing declarative, declarative, sorry, declarative device management being rolled out uh, you know, across their MDM protocol. Can you just kind of give us, from, from your point of view uh, on the vendor side, how has Apple evolved its, its enterprise management over the years and, and, and particularly you know, kind of comparing it to some of its competitors in the enterprise space? Sure. Well, everything changed in 2010 when Apple introduced the MDM protocol. Until then, having a BlackBerry meant that you're a serious business person, but Apple basically changed the game completely. Um, since then, uh, we have witnessed some significant changes in Apple operating systems, specifically tailored for the business. So with iOS 4 came the cap- capabilities like device encryption, remote wipe, etc. In the same year, Apple rolled out the VPP, volume purchasing program, making the app management much easier for the enterprises. Um, around 2013, in the 2013, uh, with iOS 7, uh, it brought along the enterprise-focused features like uh, OpenIn, uh, managed OpenIn, and per-app VPN. And this pattern continued with each new iOS releases introducing advanced security measures, expanding uh, the MDM capabilities, and better integration with the enterprise uh, systems and services. Fast forward today, uh, Apple has firmly established itself as a leader in the enterprise management. Their devices are everywhere in the business. Many companies um, wish uh, they could just set up an an entire Apple ecosystem because it's offer a powerful suite of tools and technologies for managing their mobile devices um, and distributing the apps and uh, handling the identities and and ensuring um, their data is secure. Um, Apple's strong emphasis on privacy and data um, protection has struck a chord with enterprise aligning perfectly with the need of need to safeguard sensitive corporate information. So it's this blend of uh, security-focused approach, uh, seamless user experience, uh, definitely is Apple, and deep ecosystem integration that helped Apple to be dominant player in the enterprise sector. Yeah, you know, it's funny you say that because I – about this whole suite and this like kind of end to end device management life. So it's something really that used to be a knock against Apple. I hadn't considered it that way where it was like everything was built around, like everything in IT was built around the Microsoft infrastructure. You had windows server, you had exchange, you had active directory and you had windows. Like it was like this cohesive ecosystem. Huh? That's something I had not considered that really Apple is in some ways the better, platform for end-to-end integration with all of your suites, particularly your SaaS tools. Uh, that's interesting. That's a good way to think about it. And it really shows the, you know, it's, it's not something that's not happened overnight, but something that Apple has kind of done over the years. They've kind of chipped away. I'm even thinking back to like announcements in 2015, 2016. They kind of chipped away at various maybe workflow issues that IT professionals has had. Huh, that's good. To, that's, that's interesting. Um, 
we're certainly seeing a lot uh, in terms of like you know, end users focusing on privacy, you know, on their even on their work devices, but also really kind of key things for IT teams today is marrying the world of identity and security together. And something I, I, I've talked about on the past few shows is I think what Apple has nailed here is security with productivity and it's not security versus productivity because that was the old kind of adage was like the challenge is, is security like the more secure you made the devices in some ways the less productive employees would be but now you're really seeing apple figure out that how to marry those two together how do you think apple differs here in in terms of privacy identity and security when it compares to android on, on you know on the on the mobile ecosystem when it comes to privacy, identity, and security in the enterprise, Apple has established a strong reputation and has implemented several features to address these concerns. If we look at BYOD, on the outside, both Apple's user enrollment and Android's work profile aim to secure uh, corporate resources while respecting the employee privacy. Uh, both systems create separate virtual containers for works, apps, and data. Um, However, on Android, the container is pretty visible, so you could see um, you, you could see separate folders or separate apps with uh, distinctions, and it's it's quite easier uh, for the end users to see the separation. And um, at the same time, in the uh, in the Apple, um, the managed Apple ID works as a secondary user in the device, and it, it coexists with the personal Apple ID. Enterprise can have the user enroll their personal devices into the organization's MDM without giving the full control. And the work container is practically invisible here, uh, probably because they don't really want uh, to clutter the UI or not wanting to overly intrude into the personal space. Uh, after all, it's a personal device. Um, and also, when you look from a um, usability standpoint, especially when, uh, I mean, a, a uh, I mean, when you look from an um, end-user standpoint, having two separate apps for doing, for example, let's say somebody really have to do uh, like a phone call, and uh, looking at uh, using separate device, separate application for each of these purposes, sometimes it's a little confusing. But uh, yeah, but from a, I mean, it depends on uh, which which way you really want to read it. Also, uh, so uh, with. Um, but at the same time, for um, authorization, authorization and authentication, this year Apple brought a lot more into the managed Apple IDs like um, support for iCloud keychain, which will enable the users to sync the pass keys, face IDs uh, to secure login process, and also um, having the access to the I mean, wallets. Additionally, Apple uh, Identity Federation is a great feature which allows users to authenticate with their existing organization credentials like Azure AD or Google Workspace to access the Apple services and devices. Uh, Apple is also making major improvements by partnering with identity providers. They started supporting OpenID and Okta uh, for the later this year. This means that a uh, vast majority of organizations will be able to easily create and manage Apple IDs. And we all know uh, Apple is a primarily a hardware company and, and that they're not going to be focusing on uh, or generating revenue from ads or selling user data. So personally, uh, there's that as well. This episode of Apple at Work is sponsored by Mosul. Deploying, managing, and protecting Apple devices at work shouldn't be difficult or require several solutions. Mosul is the only Apple unified platform for business. By combining enhanced device management, endpoint security, 
internet privacy and security, single sign-on enhanced app management into a single Apple-only platform, businesses can now easily and automatically deploy, manage, protect their Apple devices automatically with one solution at an affordable price. With a solution for every business size and the best support in the market, start a free 30-day trial and see firsthand why Mosul is more than an Apple MDM. Mosul is everything you need to work with Apple. To learn more, visit business.mosul.com. That's business.mosyle.com. Thanks to Mosul for sponsoring Apple at Work this week. Yeah, you know, I don't think people, you know, even like I know like on the enterprise edition of Google Workspace, like, you know, you're, there are limitations there on, on advertising. But I honestly, I don't think a lot of users generally trust that. And I, and I do think there's something very healthy from the enterprise side about Apple's business model of being – we make money by selling you hardware. Now they are selling services now, but like this is a the enterprise services with Apple Business Essentials isn't you know isn't necessarily their main goal. Their goal is to sell Macs, and I've always said that about, about uh, to people like when it comes to Apple Business Essentials, when it comes to app revenue, when it comes to you know Apple Care. Apple's ultimate goal is to sell you more Macs. And and that, I think that's like a really simple thing of like Apple makes money by selling you hardware. That's like a I think. IT people, particularly those in security, can can really appreciate that. Um, yeah, they can back up a couple of years. I mean, again, we mentioned at the beginning of the show, like Apple has just iterated here slowly, but surely, you know, particularly I think this year, especially on the managed Apple IDs, they're you know, continuing to just iterate here, which, you know, I think is good. Um, Apple announced user enrollment. Um, pretty, pretty significant feature if you're in a BYOD situation, bring your own device situation at work. Do you think BYOD is like a healthy way to deploy now or no? And then like, how does say Android windows kind of compare here? Um, a huge part of the BYOD is that uh, employees are more comfortable um, working with the devices they choose um, and employee prefer Macs. In 2022 alone, Apple sold over 26 million Macs and 223 million iPhones. And for these employees, using Apple devices, um, Apple's user enrollment makes sense. Uh, the, user, the, the control the organization has over these personal devices is very, I mean, very less in case of uh, user enrollment. And I think people might feel more comfortable with Apple devices in this case. And in the case of iOS, privacy and secure, security take center stage from a user perspective, and this is really welcome. But this limit what an enterprise can do from their side, which is logical if uh, we think BYOD. Why would the user want the enterprise or the company to control their whole device? But on the other hand, Android does offer uh, a little bit more features for BYOD. Android device offers um, more features like ability to for the enterprise to see what application have been through the company managed profile, setting a password uh, for just for the container. And another advantage, um, I mean, Apple has over Android in the BYOD scenario is that consistency of iPhones. All iPhones support uh, the same BYOD features, but for Android, this varies with um, different phones. I mean, they will need to get devices that support the Android Enterprise recommended program. So uh, from, from what we can see, Apple is heading in the right direction for BYOD is concerned, but it is it is there yet not so much and if a business wants to implement BYOD with apple devices they can basically it's all about what uh, fits uh, for the business right that makes sense i mean I, I, there's a lot of aspects of android like i 
see like the device line that there's like kind of a different device form factor for different people. And I think there's an attractiveness there. But I think when I think about like what if I'm an IT, if I'm a you know CTO of of a company that has ten thousand people that are remote hybrid et cetera, what I want is the ability to repeat something. And what Apple brings you on the enterprise side is like this seamless repeatability sort of thing. Uh, it's an, yeah, that's good. That's good. That's a good word. Um, so I mean, obviously, y'all have a pretty wide perspective on the industry because you offer like, there's a lot of solutions, cover a lot of gamuts, offer customers a lot of functionality. Um, where are you seeing? I mean, particularly on the Mac side, like we're seeing like endpoint security software, endpoint management, um, you know, come in. Like, how are? Where do you see like endpoint management and identity management? Like, what's the? Those are two like very interlinked, but then they're somewhat separate in terms of like ecosystems. Where do you see that future going? Like, where's what should companies be considering there? You know, as they go forward. Um, I mean, um. So one deals with uh, devices. I mean, platform like ours deals with uh, devices, its configurations, applications, networks, and et cetera. And on the other end, um, this is the user account, access, authentications, authorization, and so on. Device is a medium to access the data. If the device is not secure, data is also vulnerable. If adequate data security is not in place, device security alone will not protect you from uh, protect your business. So uh, this is in divine relationship between device data users, etc. So um, it's something that many uh, fail to grasp. So many companies do not have adequate security for each of these areas. From my experience, you know their network security may be really good, but not the endpoint security. Some don't even have a proper password management uh, manager even. So it's the right amount of security that uh, covers every uh, base that matters. So when it comes to endpoint uh, and identity management, these are basically fundamental security practices that must be included in every organization. Only to what extent remains to be decided, and that is purely based on the company requirement. Now, AUEM manages all the endpoints in the workplace. The business will have the complete visibility over the devices, um, statuses, and control uh, them to an extent. They can also see when, uh, also see which user has access to all devices. With an IEM tool in hand, IT can actually manage user access, authenticate them, and authorize them uh, their access, defend roles. I mean, first you have to get into the device, and then you get into the corporate data, right? So um, it's not just a relationship between the UEM and IAM. Uh, UEM is now provided varying levels of IAM functionalities, but it is not just UEM and IAMs. Definitely not. In this uh, in this case, we just explained about providing access to the accounts and authorizing users. SaaS management is what we are looking at along with IAM. But does every business need a SaaS management solution? Absolutely not. So it's a correlation between a security solution in, in, in their corporate environment. Yeah, I think there's this, there's this conundrum that teams are facing where it's like you want the best of breed like and you think of it, it's like it's almost like this tool sprawl app sprawl where you've got everybody has a different solution for everything and, and obviously we're long gone of the days where like your primary app at work was microsoft office like you know even inside of like the spreadsheet ecosystem there there are things like an air table uh, or a trello or you know trello on the project manager side there's like all these different like everybody kind of needs a different tool with a different focus and trying to 
get those things linked, um, you know, cover your identity management, then also marrying endpoint security. I mean, in some ways, it's like we've never had better solutions, but it's one of those also where there's such a tool sprawl where otherwise you would just be like out of luck. Like, you, you know, the, you know, and where you're really kind of relying on a lot of different APIs to um, just kind of work. I think that's a, that's certainly a challenge. Um, Hey, this has been a great discussion. What, um, any, any, any parting thoughts about, uh, Apple's recent software updates, anything in the MDM space, anything in the security space as we, as we sign off today? Um, so I think um, with the um, um, the new declarative MDM uh, uh, MDM and also with the account driven, I think uh, especially so today's discussion is more about BBADS. I think Apple is moving into the right direction and taking the steps uh, step by step into the right direction. Yeah, and I think where they've done well is they've been able to, over the years to just make hard decisions that forced a lot of companies some pain. Um, in terms of even on the, uh, you know, on your side, on the vendor side, they've made like hard cutoffs in terms of technology. And then same thing on the customer side, they've just said like, this is the way forward. And, and I think it's those kind of decisions that actually keeps Apple secure and healthy because it limits the amount of technical debt that they ultimately end up with. And I think as long as Apple, like where I'll be worried is if Apple starts you know, doing a ton of backwards compatibility, for example, or leaving on, you know, supporting old OSs and old devices for way too long. Uh, that's where I'll be concerned. And because and I think that's where kind of going back 20 years ago that Microsoft got into trouble. They were never willing just to cut off old things for the sake of compatibility. But then you just end up with a lot of technical debt um, over time. But uh, hey, yeah, that's I think it's a good way to leave it. Uh, Apu, thanks for joining today. Uh, great discussion as always. Uh, and, and I know your team has uh, finished up with um, your recent customer conference as well. And I know you've got a probably thankful that the busy summer is behind you all as you prepare for prepared for iOS 17 and macOS Sonoma. Um, and again, we'll talk to you all again real soon. Thank you. Thanks a lot for having me. All right. Uh, we're stopping.